0: Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. Listen, I've had a look at my sales so far. I wanna share them with you, but really, I wanna tell you about four things that are basically on my sales and and maybe how you can use them too. So buckle up, this one's gonna be a good one. Grab a pen and I will see you on the inside. Welcome to the roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up, welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hey there, welcome back. I just want to take a minute and uh, tell you how much I appreciate you being here. You know, this morning I woke up and um, sadly I check my podcast stats all the time and I saw a lovely new review and I have to tell you how much that means to me because it's podcasting is not like going live, like going live, you see feedback from the people that are watching and so you kind of know you're on the right track, but podcast a podcast sounds like it feels like you're talking into a vacuum. And so sometimes I'll get off and think, oh, that was a bit of a hot mess. But I have to say that all the reviews that you have left me uh, really encourage me and remind me that, that sharing this information is uh, really helpful, that there might just be a tidbit every few weeks that you pick up that makes a measurable difference in your business. And so thank you. Thank you for being here, and thank you for sharing with me. When it's helpful, it really keeps me motivated to keep on sharing. Which brings me to uh, my next <laughs> my next topic, which is sharing my progress at Sockdago. And really, I want to share my sales with you. And uh, and when I looked at the whole picture, it was like four things. And so I thought, well, that was interesting, and I need to share that with you. But I have to tell you, every time it's um, it's time to share results, like I kind of sweat bullets because I I always think it should be better. I should be doing more, and I, I'm sure you get it. In fact, I'm sure you feel like that when you look at your results. But you know, the fact of the matter is is that this is hard. Even though I have grown and sold two really good businesses, um, I remember this part, the painful part, where you know it's it's really you have to learn. You have to learn what's going to work for your business. And you have about 10 minutes a week (laughs) to really pay attention. And so that's the hard part. It's slow going. But what I know from experience and, and my promise to you is that once you figure it out, and you will, and I will, it gets better and easier. So and the progress is faster. So having gotten that off my chest, I'm just going to share with you uh, my my stats at Sock Doggo, and uh, and tell you what really worked for me. So the first thing is uh, our sales. So our sales as of December 31st, uh, 2020 are 25,661. So basically, we're halfway there and and you know i always feel better when i look at the big picture of what's working in my business because if nothing else it makes me feel powerful again like oh okay well you can do that you can do more of that that's easy and so i encourage you to do that with your business too like take an hour or two really break down where your sales came from and just do more of that now for me there's not going to be uh, you know any giant chakras here and I think that what I'm going to share with you is pretty common, but the number one thing when you're thinking about things that are, have made a difference, have contributed to sales of your, in your business. For me, 32% of all my sales have come from an email. And uh, it's a little bit shocking because when you look at email on the daily, sometimes you think, "Oh, I don't know if this is working and I've heard many times, so oh, email isn't working and I could even say those words to myself you know, when I send out a campaign and get no sales. But the hard facts are that 19% of all my sales, so 19 out of that 32 were from weekly campaigns. Now, in full disclosure, in all honesty, I was not as consistent as I should be. I did not send emails every week, even though I know better. And I know this is really an activity that that I better make a part of my routine because with my sad sack effort, I got 19% of my sales. What would I get with a consistent, solid effort? And here's what I know, is that there's a barrier to me getting this done. And we can make all the excuses in the world. I don't know what to say. I don't wanna bother people. I mean, there's there's a list, right? But the bottom line is, is it's more important to you than anyone else. Nobody cares, nobody's looking. And for me, it's the, uh, it's the decision overwhelm, or it's the uh, lack of something up my sleeve that's ready to go. And so what I know is the, the solution to that is planning, you know, I have a spreadsheet for the social sales girls where all the content is planned on, I do it. I don't know why, because I'm in the habit probably of doing it. And I just need to like get myself a spreadsheet for the doggo because I am the barrier to all the things that happen in the doggo and there's no need for that. So I know going forward, there's um, no better clue than what I have right in front of me that I need to make it a priority to have a plan to get content out every week via email and that will increase my sales without adding in a new thing. Now, the other thing I think that is really interesting, and this is maybe the even the most important part, is that 19% of my sales were from campaigns, weekly campaigns, but the other 13% that makes up this 32 number were from automations, from flows. And the beauty of those is that you don't, like you just do them and they do the heavy lifting. And so once you set them up, they're humming along in the background and they convert over time and you don't have to do anything else. And so right now I have a new lead and welcome flow, which is connected to the pop up on our site and the footer. I have a browser bounded flow, which is uh, if you're on my list already and you look at a product, you'll get an email from us if you don't buy. I have a back in stock flow, which is really handy if you have new products or replenishment products and you are sold out. And that has performed well for us, and I also have an abandoned cart flow, and so I actually did not have all these flows all year. Like I had to flop around and get them uh, as I had time, but um, but I believe there's an opportunity. There are more flows that I should do, and I know that you know we teach that in reliable revenue, and so this is a great opportunity for us to grow sales and only really have to do the work once. And so that's important. And so I guess that's the, you know, the golden nugget I'm going to pull out of this for you, is that when I look at the, the biggest flow I have, which is the new lead and welcome flow. So that's where somebody hits our pop up, or they hit the footer on our site, mostly the pop up, um, that flow was eight and a half percent of my sales. So the lion's share of the 13%. And Again, it's automated. You set it up and it works in the background. So what I would recommend to you is if you only have time or the space in your head or the bandwidth to do one thing, it is get that thing set up, (laughs) set up your new lead and welcome flow. What it means is you need a pop up with an offer. You need to get that on your site. You need to make sure that the offer is the uh, focal point of the pop up, not sign up for our newsletter whatever it is you're going to give them. And you need to get that connected to at least a three-part email series that comes out in an automated way. You don't have to actually put together and send. And so if you're an Inner Circle member, you can find all the instructions for this in Conversion School. But if you're not you can find lots of good examples, sign up for some email lists and get some examples of how this plays out and get this done. Because this is a place and we don't have a lot of these opportunities in e commerce. But here's a place where you can actually get sales while you sleep. So I want you to go ahead and do that. So number one, email marketing. The second thing that was the biggest contributor of sales to my business was actually Uh, that people who joined my list through a giveaway placed 18% of all the orders, 18% of orders over the year. And so when I look at my list, in total, we've collected 9,000 names, and we've actually suppressed around 2000. So we have 7,000 profiles in our email service provider. And over the year 6,963 people have joined our list through a giveaway. Now what's shocking to me is that that list is actually converting at 1.1%. Now you might think that is low but in like let's be real my I'm a new business <laughs> and uh, what I know is businesses that have a high price point or businesses that are new, generally convert at less than 1%. And in fact, really, it's only now that we our conversion rate is over 1%. So when I'm a new business looking to build my foundation, looking to build my audience and my email list giveaway that converts at 1.1% is actually, it's pretty darn good. And the thing I would tell you about this is that it doesn't happen like the minute you have the giveaway. It happens over time. And so you have to manage your expectations around this. Now, we have a lesson. It's called The Perfect Giveaway in the Inner Circle, and it brings people in, and it has gives you a three-part email series behind it. And I think that helps convert people into buyers, but I think all those campaigns, those weekly campaigns you send out through the year also are a huge factor in converting these people into buyers i mean some people won't open your emails and you will suppress those people but generally you're able to identify the buyers if you continue to email them now if this is something that you want to try uh, i want you to go listen to uh, podcast episode number 42 because uh, there's a great example of uh, someone who just did everything right with the perfect giveaway And it's our inner circle member, Sasha, and she actually got 691 leads for $68. And so that's a really good price. But what I would say to you is generally giveaway leads are pretty inexpensive. So it's an affordable way to grow your list. And giveaways are a good long term sales strategy. So I would encourage you to think about that. Now, the gold in all of this is that I went and took a closer look, and and I had this uh, I had this pop up on my site back in February that I wanted to try, and it was a pop up just for a giveaway, not a discount. And when I look at this closely, that was the real winner in in uh, my giveaways for sure last year. Now, we ran that pop-up for, I think, five or six weeks in January and February of 2020. And I actually got 173 names on that pop-up. And when I looked at the end of December, 19 of those 173 people had actually placed an order. And so that's a conversion rate of almost 11%, which is like, you know, I would do (laughs) backflips to have that on a regular basis. And so what it made me think about is for us, for the long term, even though I know that a giveaway pop up is not going to get me immediate sales, it might be a really good way for me to simplify things, you know, offer a giveaway on my new lead and welcome uh, pop up that goes into a funnel that then gives them the offer that says while you're waiting to see if you won, here is this. And so I think that's a strategy that I am going to try. I'm going to try it in 2021 because I love that conversion rate. Now, when I think about why that happened, I have to say that I think it's because of intent that people didn't go to my site for a giveaway. They went to my site to see the product and the giveaway was offered to them. And so I think they came with higher intent, like they were better quality leads than um, many other leads I might get. So, if you are struggling to get leads or if you sell a higher priced product or if you are a new business with a low conversion rate, I think that it is worth you trying a giveaway pop up and connecting it to a welcome funnel, an automation. And so I want you to consider that and uh, track your res- your you know your results over the long term. You have to manage your expectations. But if you tracked your results over even six months, I think you'd uh, get a pleasant surprise. So that's number two. So now let's talk about the third thing, and the third thing that contributed uh, the most, basically, all my sales, <laughs> was uh, the wholesale sales I got from collaborations. So twenty-eight percent of all my sales were wholesale sales that I got from uh, two partners that I collaborated with. And so for me. And for everyone who collaborates, I think the big benefit uh, of collaborating with other businesses that have an audience of buyers, and this is really important. I'm not talking about finding an influencer on Instagram and asking her to push our product for a few days. I'm talking about someone who understands business and they have an audience of people who buy their products. And their audience is very likely... Uh, interested in my products. And so I know it's a qualified audience of buyers. And the big benefit, of course, was that I was able to get my business and my products out in front of that perfect audience without spending a fortune to do it. In fact, I didn't really have to spend any money to do it. I just had to offer my product wholesale. And so I could tell you a long story about how we do this at Sock Doggo. But I think what's important is how you could do this with your business, and I think a really good way to start is to kind of flip your thinking on who you want to collaborate with. Make your most important thing your one thing: uh, finding someone who has a an audience of proven buyers. Like it, they don't need one hundred and seventy five thousand Instagram followers. You need somebody who has a viable business and gets sales. And of course, it's a reciprocal plan. I mean, you have to be able to um, help them. Your audience has to appeal or find appeal in their product. But I think if this sounds like a plan to you, you want to start building relationships with some other store owners who invested time and money in building their business just like you and consider doing either a partnered giveaway or So that's where you each give away one of the other's products. You collect names together um, and you obviously both have the list. So I would consider that or I would consider doing like a sponsored email where you speak in the first person and you share the other person's business with your audience in an email and in posts. You could share an offer or you could just send that traffic to their site. But I think that those are two easy ways to get some sales, most likely get some sales, grow your audience, grow your engagement and not have to spend any money doing it. It's really just uh, us making the most of the assets that we already have and sharing. So if you if you want to do a giveaway, I know there is a, a full training on this in the inner circle classroom for members. But if you're not in the inner circle, think about who you could start building your relationship with now that maybe a few months from now you could uh, offer up to share audiences in this way. You now for me, this has really worked. I see huge potential in this, it's going to be a big focus for me when i think about new training that we're creating and so so i think that uh, i think it's worth considering and trying to make it some small part of your plan now the last thing the fourth thing i want to talk about kind of gives me hives and it's this it's that in october i made a decision to uh to spend some money on advertising that was not for traffic, that was to get sales. So instead of using a view content on Facebook, I was looking for a purchase. So I used either initiate checkout or purchase. And I set up a Google shopping campaign through Shopify. And I did that from October pretty much through December. And usually when I think about ads, and I want you to still think about ads this way, that, um, mostly I use ads for traffic. And I like to think of it like rent, that if I were at the busiest mall in the world, and I had a store, I'd have to pay a lot of rent. And so I think about it as money I spend on ads as the cost of getting people to visit my shop. But I do know that it doesn't get me a ton of sales. And and so this time, this high buying season, when I already knew that a lot of people were buying my product for gifts, I set up these two campaigns and I did get a sales attribution of $8,000 to these two campaigns. And so, my feeling is that there are two times when uh, you should advertise, you should set up campaigns that are for sales. The first one is if you've got an established business, if your foundation is solid and you already have traffic, like enough, you don't have to pay for traffic necessarily, you have enough traffic. You get regular sales and you have an audience. I think when you are in that position, yes, it's okay to pay for ads that are just for sales, like when you're launching a product or you're running a promotion or you have a hot product. I think that that's good use of money. The other time I think it is, it could potentially be good use of your money is if there's a season for your products. And so, of course, for me, as a having a product that is really a gifty product, it's when demand is much higher than it is throughout the rest of the year. And so, of course, I use these Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and Google Shopping. And I'll have you know, I spent uh, $4,676 from October through December 2020. And I, I just want to, just for a minute, help you understand that it's important to realize that particularly with Facebook and Instagram, the attribution has a big window. And so could the sale actually could have come from many other things. And so I consider it an assist. <laughs> I, I I like to look at it as an assist, not a fact that that's where the sale came from. And so really, I think that when I look at these results, my sales were around 8000 attribution. I spent 4600. I think it's okay. It's okay. But I think it's the strategy that is the least likely to scale as long as I don't work on the other two. It has the most potential to do well if I continue to put my focus on the other the other strategies, the email, the building my list with giveaways and collaborating. I think when I do more of that, the advertising will work. But I also think that the risk of Getting upside down on that and losing money is high, and so I don't want to encourage anyone to build their business on uh, paid paid ads that are for for a purchase conversion. You know they cost a lot more than a traffic ad, and and the reason why is it doesn't help you build that foundation. It creates a shaky foundation. So I think they are fine as a part of an overall strategy as an assist but I don't think anyone should build their business on it. Now, when I look at the gold in this, here's the gold in this, it's uh, my Google Shopping. So my best result by far was uh, my Google Shopping. And so in the month of December, I spent uh, $483, and I had a direct sales attribution of $1,252. Now, it was it just broke even in October, it was okay in November, December was really when that campaign paid off. And, and what I would say to you is that I left that thing running in January, and I got upside down on it really fast. And so that just is more proof that these this is a supplement when things are already good. This is how you pour a little bit of gas on the fire. But you don't want to build your house on this. So that's the wrap up. I want to just go back tell you again, 32% of my sales were from email. 18% of every order that came through the store, 112 orders uh, were from people who first joined our list on a giveaway. Interesting. Uh, Collaborations gave me wholesale sales, which actually account for 28% of my total sales. And I see huge potential there. And then the last thing is I run two gift buying campaigns that that actually have sales attribution of $8,000. So that's all I've got. I would love it if you would sit down, take an hour this week, look at your results, look at the big picture, do a little digging, see where your sales really came from. And then once you're Clear on what it is that brought sales into your business. Go ahead and make a list, like just a list of two or three things that are your foundation, you know, your deal breakers, the things that you're going to do even when you're homeschooling kids, uh, you know, the dishwasher leaks all over the kitchen floor and you set something on fire. What are the things that you're not going to give up? You can give up a lot of things, but if you do those things, you're going to get the sales that you want. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week and I hope you have a lovely week. Just keep on going. I know you can do this. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at The Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way and you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again so if this sounds good to you i want you to head on over to the social salesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list we will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside and we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.